0: Jonesy this podcast had it all three racing states and we went even went international
1: yeah that's what we're doing now uh I think a podcast of this caliber should transcend jurisdictions and mm. we're talking about the Kentucky derby yeah and um just how much of a phenomenal occasion it is and the turnover the t- <laughs> my God the turnover is phenomenal, but it also <laughs> I, I think it. <laughs> Shown a little light on the uh, on the turnover that we have on our greatest race here in Australia. But uh, more on that during the podcast.
0: Yeah, I would have thought so. And if you're going to turn some over this weekend, where would you do
1: something like that? I think you're going to turn some over with Team Orange and that's the good people at Ned's. Look, the Winter Carnival's heating up. We're on the back end of the Adelaide Carnival. Thank God some would say. <laughs> um, so open up your Ned's app and gamble responsibly in there. Um, check us out on our profiles. You can follow us in on a few bets if you like. But if you don't want to, that's fine too. But I'll tell you what, everything you could possibly do on the NEDS app is what you want to do. Get weird and exotic forest Drifters.
0: Absolutely. And i uh, tell you what, some of the Drifters are following in what we've posted or what I've posted, um, those three-leg multis and two-leg multis for the yep. Queensland Derby and the Cox Plate. And there was another one there, the Strad broke as well. So a couple of drifters have um, following our coattails and, you know, it's good to have a long, long-term long play. You've pulled it off before.
1: Yes. No reason why it can't happen again. Absolutely. But
0: what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. <laughs> Bangers.
1: Bangers. <laughs> Mate, I'm just waiting for J-Squad to remix this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Who remembers them? Spasmeter. How could you not? Maybe. Do you reckon it was something that was pretty specific to our high school or do you reckon it was actually? Nah. Nah? Couldn't have been. I I think that was nationwide. Yeah, the crump era. Crumping. Mm. What was that? Uh, Mid to late noughties. It was, and to be honest, we haven't gotten any better. We peaked. No, crumping well, was was peak humanity. Crumping, then uh, whatever Ziz was doing and shuffling. Yeah, what? Well, yeah, what do they call that? Where the like the bodybuilder dudes at festivals do that? They, is it muzzing? Mu- 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 muzzing? Muzzing? Is it? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I've never heard that term before. Yeah. Like clearly the two of us are obviously shredded to pieces. Yeah. Not even shredded, torn. Like we are torn to pieces. Yeah. Natalie and Bruglia. Yeah. Torn. You know, we're an office shredder. Exactly. Uh, But we're not at festivals. We're not going to stereo with our lids off. No. You and
0: I have ventured to a festival every now and then.
1: Oh, yeah, in our youth. um, We certainly did. Uh, Pendulum. One of the great
0: bands back in the day for mine. I can't can't do them anymore.
1: Yeah, and no, there's still still a few of their songs that I really like. Uh, but they were great live. Mm. Snoop Dogg was fantastic. He was. Who else we see? Anyone smoking weed in the crowd? <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg. <laughs> hey, we're only 18. <laughs> we're not doing that. Hell no. Okay.
0: Uh, but yeah, Festivals. Not my jam. I'd rather go to a concert these
1: days. Do you know what festival I prefer? Mm. The Spring Festival of oh, Racing. Oh, how lovely is it? Mate, we are in for an absolutely insane day of racing across Melbourne and Sydney, and there's plenty of value out there. There is, and there's plenty of rain, which is currently missing the tracks.
0: Yeah, it is. From what I'm seeing, but there's a big storm about to hit Randwick, mm. but... They've haven't put any water on it, so I reckon soft five, soft six. Yeah, I, I think know, so. At the
1: worst. Yeah, I think so too. I don't. We're definitely not going to be playing um, in the heavies.
0: No, and then in Melbourne, uh, there's a big sheet of rain down there at the moment, and uh, I heard the track manager say today by RSN with Mickey Blue Eyes, Felgate. Um, if they get twenty mil, it'll be soft soft five. Uh, more than that, soft six, obviously. Um, but I don't think they have much forecast for the rest of tonight and tomorrow. So I reckon soft five at worst at Flemington, soft six at worst at Randwick. But it could be a good track at both.
1: It could be. And you and I both know that Flemington can drain the hell out of any water that it gets. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, and a soft five at Flemington, uh, for me, plays like a good four. Most of the time, anyway. Yeah. There'll be enough toe. Oh, there'll be some some horses that don't mind a bit of toe on the ground. Tell you what I did. Might save that for the race, actually. You know what else happens in
0: spring? Grand finals. Grand finals happen in spring. They they sure do. And you know what else happens in spring, specifically last week? Um, Up there, Gazali. Yeah. But also, this guy making one of the biggest bed shits of all time, saying that Jimmy Tompas played really well this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, mate, yeah. Like, I, you can't blame me for not calling you out on that because I don't know. Like, you know I follow AFL, but not that closely. In
0: that moment, I was so uncomfortable and I was going with my gut. My gut was very, very wrong. And I'm always – when I'm on the pun, mate, I trust my gut.
1: Factual. Yeah. Analytical.
0: Yes. But, uh, but this- when it comes
1: to the punt, the gut always should take precedent.
0: Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, so I apologize uh, about that. That was quite funny in, uh, in the wash-up of that. Uh, but uh, shout-out to Jimmy, whatever you're doing. I know you're not playing footy these days. Yeah. Um, but
1: how, how good were the Ds? Mate, they were incredible. It was uh, an insane burst of goals in the third quarter. I saw
0: the end of that. They scored like three in a minute.
1: Yeah, literally from, from the centre bounce. Yeah, it was crazy. It was insane. Um, yeah, well, watched the entire game, a real seesawing affair. Uh, then all of a sudden, the Demons just got a bit of confidence and they just were like, no, nah, we're the better team here. And they, and they were. and they were. they were the best team all year. So I'm, I'm happy for them. I really am. 57 years, mate. It's a long time. It is a long time. And I don't
0: know. They've got a gun midfield. Mm. up and coming forward line quite young jake lever just taking intercept marks left right and center down back um probably say ben brown's done a job up forward for them but um i don't know he's been quite inconsistent in his last few years in north melbourne but how's he going from north melbourne (laughs) we don't want you mate literally from the shootouts to the
1: penthouse literally from the shootouts to the penthouse and yeah it was a it was a great day um To be a Melbourne supporter, demons, not storm. How's that? Mm. I told you. I told you. I had a bad feeling about that
0: game. You are picking the eyes out of horse racing, out of football. It's been unbelievable
1: to see. Mate, if I have a heater this weekend, I tell you what, it'd be a miracle. Like I'd be, I don't know, how many disciples did Jesus have? (laughs) 11 or 12? Tons. Yeah, tons. I'd be one of them. I'd be I'd, I'd be reaching for sainthood. So nah, you're in
0: biblical form is I, what you're
1: trying to say. I am in biblical form. Yeah, I'm not even gonna I'm you know, last week I shied away from it a little bit. I was like, oh yeah, you had a, <laughs> a cracking weekend, but you know, it'll all come crashing down soon enough. But no, nah, mate, I I was picking them left, right, and centre again last week, except for Animo. Fuck <laughs> ah. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh, I was just watching the race and um Yeah, I've never been – I actually have never been so nervous watching a horse race in my entire life. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I still finish well and truly up, so it is what it is.
0: It is. And my old mate, the party bus Artorius, was stuck true to form. Did you see the head-on vision finally? I
1: did. I did. Unbelievable. He literally had to move across, like you said, 20 metres. I think if that, yeah, probably more.
0: Yeah, and it was really hard to see. Like for the racing footage, you're like, oh, yeah, he's gone like five minutes this side there. It didn't affect him. Mate, he was off
1: course. He was. Because yeah. of the lame horse. Yeah, he was, the booze bus. Mm. Um, yeah, he, he, he was holding it together and then he just unraveled. <laughs> uh. <laughs> he was motoring home. Yeah, mate, look, he was um, in the Congo it was tough. Uh, I looked. I was talked during the week that there wasn't really a track bias at Rose Hill. Come on.
0: Uh, I don't know. Oh, I don't I'm, know. Mm. I reckon it's – there was a few that won from the back and a few yeah. that placed from the back as well. I ran the numbers. And, um, <laughs> like, yeah, you look at um, Animo uh, and Artorias. They came from way back. Coastwatch was on speed with in the Congo. Then Startontes. I still don't know how to pronounce Startontes. that. Startontes. Yeah, whatever it is, the Queensland filly. Uh, she came from well back, but she only finished sixth or so. She still finished a uh, length behind. But in the the other feature, uh, Entente, Entente, he came from back. Yeah, which was interesting. Yonkers because
1: came from back. Yonk- oh.
0: We didn't even touch on that. Uh, yet. Yonkers,
1: Mackenzie Jones, honestly. Round of applause. Do we have a drum roll so uh, we can oh, – let's just leave it. So I was going to say biggest Leroy of all time.
0: Huge Leroy um, left us reeling because our units are looking like, well, mine more specifically are <laughs> uh, looking look more to be desired. How's that though? I have
1: another heater, and my actual picks for the uh, on the drift ledger just no good,
0: no good. Uh, but could be worse. Could be me. Um, could be so worse. I'm eight units down. Think you're you've clawed your way back from being about five units down to being only two units down, and then Mackenzie has just gone wickety whack, and now I believe the on the drift uh, drifter of the week is ten units up or so.
1: Yeah, not bad. Yonkers. So
0: you love to see it. Uh, we had a few people DM us on the IG saying like, you need to keep Mackenzie
1: on full time. We haven't um, <laughs> sub out, but. I'd say Mackenzie will be back. Yeah, look, we'll invite uh, Mackenzie L.C. Jones back if he behaves himself. Um, (laughs) If he treats our mother well, we might get him back on the podcast. (laughs) you love to hear it. All right, on to – did I have anything else? Mm, mm, Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I don't don't know, did you? No. Okay. Ladbrokes? Yes. So – do you want to kick it off? The good people at Labrokes? I've got three and I think you've got two, so maybe I should kick it off. That sounds good. <laughs> we, honours, had this, we had this last week. The honours are with I. <laughs> um, so we're talking about best moments in grand finals. Obviously, the AFL grand final just gone. was a tremendous game. Um, you know, obviously, the doggies got blown out of the water in the in the sort of back end of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. But nevertheless, there were some great moments. Uh, Christian Petrarca's grubber kick goal was unreal he was incredible 40 disposables norm smith
0: got demoted down to 39 so he's equal with simon black for most of oh the time. yep geez i like that <laughs> as, a, as, <laughs> as a line supporter oh i thought you were going to say as a survivor supporter
1: yeah that too What a weird thing to do. Yeah. Good-looking rooster. He is. Simon Black, yeah. Seen
0: him in the flesh at South Bank. Still fit. Oh, yes. Mm. You know, he does his best work. He commentates for Triple M these days. I believe he's an assistant coach with the AFLW side at Lions. Didn't want to come here, he reckons. Hey,
1: can't get get rid of him. (laughs) What a guy. Sunshine State's well and truly got their claws in him. Um, So, yeah, we're talking about great grand final moments across NRL and AFL. I'm taking the NRL. Hutch has taken the AFL. Uh, I'm going to kick us off with 2014 grand final because uh, the victorious Sydney Rabbitohs that year, South Sydney Rabbitohs, are in the grand final again on Sunday. And that already had the game wrapped up. And it was, I think, about 30 to 6 uh, with two minutes to go. And future immortal, in my opinion, Greg Inglis, G.I., Oh, mate, him in full flight, just a glorious sight to see.
0: Reminds me of – well, weren't we talking about the Moyer Stakes last week and you were saying you were comparing yourself to (laughs) Usain Bolt?
1: Yeah. (laughs) I was comparing myself to Usain Bolt.
0: I think G.I. is in the conversation.
1: Yeah, G.I. GI is a fast man and a big man and he scored with a couple minutes to go, about a 30-metre run to the try line. With his signature goanna move coming up off the floor, big tongue out, cheering at the camera, all his players got around him, and South won their first premiership for what was I think forty years at the time.
0: Well, this this year is their second grand final in fifty years. Yeah, well there you go. Heard that on bloke in a bar this week. Mm. Bloke in a bar, um, but I thought you were gonna say. Um, Sam Burgess's hit up first hit up of the game where he crushed
1: his eye yeah. socket. Yeah, comes off at halftime, mate. How's the face? Oh, it's hooked. That's <laughs> 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 literally all he said to the journalist. I think it may may have been um, Darren Lockyer or Freddie Fitler on the on the sideline yeah. throwing a bit of bants, but um, yeah, GI great grand final for for a South supporter, mm. and he was outstanding that game. Are you leaning towards
0: Souths or Penrith?
1: Um, it's a tough game. I I like Souths. Mm. Yeah, I think they're on the up. I think Penrith have been really tough the last few weeks, but I think they're holding on uh, barely. Storm were rubbish last week, and they only just won. So,
0: yeah, has got more to play for. That is true. They they have a lot
1: of storylines this week. Benji retiring probably. Adam Reynolds moving to the Broncos. Wayne Bennett's last year at the Rabbits. Cody Walker debuting at 26? Yeah, he did, yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Yeah, he's a bit of a naughty boy in his youth. Cody Walker took him a while to hit his straps, but he's a, he's a quintessential 5'8", Cody Walker. Good mm. runner of the footy, can kick well, can create a try assist
0: You love to hear it. Mm. Sounds like he'll be good in a grand final, just like <laughs> these moments. <laughs> uh, just like these
1: guys. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Well, when I these this is probably of the last fifteen to twenty years. This would probably be the f- most famous four words from grand final commentary um, that I can remember, at least. Leo Barry, you star. Mm. Stephen Quatermain for Channel 10 at the time who had the rights. Interesting. It uh, was only for Ooh. about four or five years, I believe. But I remember I used to – I obviously loved my lines, but I was still very young at the time. And the West Coast Sydney duels back in the day, they were like exactly the same as like Brisbane Cowboys during that yeah. three-year period. Mm. Um Hawthorne Geelong is, I reckon, the Sydney West Coast rivalry was like right up there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, final 30 seconds of the game. Big Dean, Big Coxie uh, takes an intercept mark on the half forward flank, bombs it in on his left. There's a pack of nine blokes in there. And then Leo Barry, the fullback, just the absolute brick, (laughs) the brick wall, just drifts in front of the, the pack, takes a mark. Pack mark with nine blokes in it. And then Stephen Quartermain, Leo Barry, you (laughs) star. The crowd's going nuts because all the South Melbourne slash Sydney supporters hadn't won a premiership in 72 years. (sighs) Longest drought ever. And they broke it. Um, And then, yeah, I think it was Ty Canelli who was in the uh, full pocket with him. He jumped on him, but Leo Barry didn't know that he didn't hear the siren. So he was like, oh, fuck. We've <laughs> been pinged on the ball here. Yeah. And then, yeah, you, you, hear, you hear the crowd
1: and then, yeah, the rest is history. There you go. Unreal. Um, my next one, you know, also paying homage to the other team that's in the grand final, Scotty Sattler, try saving tackle, 2003 oh. grand final against the Roosters. Uh, the Roosters winger Todd Byrne was his name. Actually, looks a bit like microphone. Oh, Old mate. Yeah. Microphone, Ed. Yeah, real buzz cut, but like. <laughs> Like Grant. Yeah, like the hairline, like all the way down here and just like a little fuzz. Yeah, right. Yeah, so pivotal moment in the game. Uh, I think the scores were, were all locked up. Uh, Todd Byrne makes a break down the sideline for the Roosters. Quick winger, Scotty Sattler, he was a lock, and he just makes a beeline for him. Textbook tackle around the ankles, drags the ankles over the sideline. Bang. Penrith ended up going going on to win uh eighteen to six, and it was their second ever premiership going for their third uh on Sunday.
0: I believe there's a saying about tackling people around their legs can't run you
1: can't run without legs exactly right. <laughs> I
0: was horrific at that advice <laughs> couldn 't tackle to save my life.
1: uh, you know what you is- could fold people oh mate, yeah, my shoulders are paying the price. <laughs>
0: On to one that was you know, I've given West Coast a bit of a bit some love here. You do love West Coast. Would they still be your second team or not really? No. Uh, second team. I just like I oh know, back in the day. All like the players, I loved yeah. that West Coast side and the naughties. Great kit back then too. Oh, yeah, good kit. Um, they always played in the one that they basically have now. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can't go past Juddy at West Coast or oh, cars Dean Cox, Adam Hunter. Oh, a few threats. So many threats. <laughs> but current day West Coast, this would have to be, looking back, one of the great steals of a premiership you'd ever hope to see because mm. somehow Richmond weren't in there.
1: Yeah, so it was the last four years, obviously, well, not including this year, Richmond's won the premiership except yeah. for- this year, yeah, yeah.
0: So they're right in their premiership window, destroyed was it Adelaide the year before? The Pies knocked them off in the prelim. Uh, West Coast make it, and I remember us watching that game. Yeah, in the first half, we're like, This is a terrible game footy, yeah. And then the second half, it proved to be one of the best grand finals I've ever seen, yeah. And Dom Shee, oh, one. Mate, that kick, yeah. He hasn't paid for a beer since.
1: No, nah, and nor will he ever. Nor no, should he.
0: No. And I've heard about him. He's on uh, Dylan Friends. Yeah, right. And he's uh might not have actually been him. Might have been. But Luke Shuey was talking to um <clears throat> Dylan Buckley and he was going, uh, oh, what's what's Dom like when he's uh, you know, on a mad Monday or had a few beers after it, you know, three day weekend or whatever, and he's like, Oh, you know, he's like We'll go into him, oh, mate, you know, we have a dangly because of you, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, nah, don't worry, boys, you know. It's idiot. Yeah, you know, team game. Apparently you get a couple of beers into him he's like, he loves it. <laughs> Gets right into it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's behind the mask after a few uh, ice-cold beverages, Dom? Yeah. Do you know what's behind the mask? A premiership, which yeah. I won for you, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, it was a crazy kick. It was right on the sideline, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, in front yeah. of pie supporters and he just gives it to him. Oh, I just nailed it too. Yeah. Like straight out. Oh, I crazy. wonder
0: what I would do in that situation. I'll probably kick it like out in the full um, for starters. But- I'll just go torpy
1: just to see what happens. <laughs> torpy. Just to, yeah, just to leave it in control of my boot. <laughs> so not even thinking about it. It's like this either comes off or it doesn't.
0: Mm, holy smokes. But I, yeah, imagine if you kick it and then after that, do you just like, I would, I would go, I'd do a lap. Do yeah. a map of the oval. Yeah, I'd sub off. Yeah,
1: <laughs> JD boys, JD. I've,
0: I've done my job. Yeah, you guys defend.
1: Yeah, oh, geez, it wasn't that a frantic end. Yeah, yeah that was great. that was a cracking game. Um, you know, Captain Obvious, number five on our list. It's almost like a two-part. or two, Benny Hunt drops the drops the ball oh, off the kickoff Benny. in the twenty fifteen Broncos Cowboys Grand Final. Sorry, Benny. You know, we've definitely come around here this year, mate. Um, 100%. So there's that leading into, in my opinion, one of the greatest of all time, JT, kicking a field goal for his beloved North Queensland Cowboys side to give them their first ever premiership. And JT's second because he won with the Dogs in 2004.
0: He did. Mm. Um, But you'd have to say best grand final of all time. 100%. Spectacle, Queensland derby in the final. First time no New South Wales side has been in there, I believe.
1: Oh, unless Melbourne's no. played the Raiders. No, Melbourne played Brisbane. Oh, of course, yeah. 2006. But f- it'd be first time since then. Yeah. I'd say. And apparently, so Macca was there. Um, Jess, my mate from work, was there. Broncos supporter, mad Broncos supporter, so... um. Condolences. <laughs> but apparently the crowd was just unbelievable too. Because mm. as you could imagine, a lot of the Bronco supporters, their second side, if they had to pick one, Cows. Cowboys, and, and maybe vice versa. Yeah. So there was a lot of love between fans. Um yeah, but JT getting that field goal, the elation. Mm. Oh, love you, JT.
0: Yeah. There's nothing like it actually. Um well there is. I I've been to both lines. Lions along when Link McCarthy made, oh. you know, of the millennium mm. and uh, kicked the sealer and like the pure noise of the game, that's the loudest crowd I've ever been in. Mm. And that crowd was 12,000 less than when the Bronx played the Cows, Golden Point and Milf kicked the field goal. That's right. Yep. And that was literally the capacity of the stadium was full. It came up. Yeah. 52,500 that's the
1: capacity of the yeah, stadium. Yeah, it is, yeah. And um yeah, the Gabba was way louder, louder. The Gabba's got I don't know, just the way the acoustics, the acoustics <laughs> are sort of set up. It, it, can, it can get really loud. Oh yeah. Yeah. And
0: yeah, I you could barely hear the siren. It was mm. that loud. It was unbelievable.
1: I actually like watching games <clears throat> at the Gabba. Like it's a good stadium yeah. for watching stuff. Just- Suncorp's unreal. Oh yeah. Yeah, no bad seats at Suncorp. Anyway, we could talk about stadiums all day. We could, but um, thanks to laddies.
0: Thank you. We humbly thank you. Um, but by my watch, mate, mm. there is a ton. There is a ton of Group One racing to get through. So let's kick on here. Let's start in Melbourne. There's only the one. Yep, let's do that. But it is probably the one I'm most looking forward to. I am too. The Turnbull Stakes. Group one, 2,000 metres, set weights penalties. Holy smokes, where do you start? Uh, I think you start with the two at the top of the market. I next, think you do. The next next big fella, the next big thing incentivised taking on
1: VE. Yeah. Um, so excited to see these two go toe-to-toe. Um, look, I tell you what, if there was a bucket of rain around, um, that would make this race a lot more interesting because of some of the other players.
0: Well, it's funny you say that. Mm. I was, you know, it was early. I get up early, mate. You know, I get up early, get my get my um, LB. stuff done. Yeah. Have an LB and, you know, I might have a look at the form guide and the futures markets every now and then. It's only my
1: favourite thing to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but on Tuesday morning, I had a look at the rain forecast in Melbourne. I'm like, oh, a bit of rain around? Yeah. But he's not totally 100% going there at this stage. She is now. And I was like, Sir Dragon,
1: it's fifteen bucks. No price.
0: And then Colette was fifteen bucks as well.
1: No price. So
0: I had a little bet on both of those in this race, and now they've come into about eight dollars. Yeah. So I got them both at the fifteens on offer, eight bucks. If it is rain affected, I think Ve still beats them. Yes, but I don't know. It may, it would make it so much more
1: interesting. It if- would make it a ton a ton more interesting. So. Yeah, hence why I brought it up. Uh, But yeah, look, incentivise VE on top of the market. Um, Is that your one two? In no particular order. (coughs) Yes. Same here. Um, I was talking to a few people this week about that. You know, who do you pick? VE, the champion, nine-time Group One winner. Wait for age racehorse in Australia that would probably be on top of the pile. Or the up-and-coming guy, incentivise, who was tough as last start over a mile the same track. And I said, I cannot split them, but what you're getting with VE is a proven performer over 2000 meters in high pressure group one races, won this very race last year. Is that a safer bet? Is it?
0: In my humble, yes. Mm. I nearly left incentivize out my top three, but
1: <laughs> I, I know he's not
0: one of yours. He's not one of mine yet. He very well could be, mm. but I don't think I'm ever going to get a price about this horse. And for like a Cox Plate winner, if the rain do- does come, I think Sir Dragon is a better bet at the eight dollars still on offer over the mm. two eighty on offer, where incentivize has been bullying horses on soft decks and if switch. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: tra- soft track bully. Yeah, <laughs> it's
0: literally different gravy here. He could be an out and out star. I'm not. I'm not denying that, but. I need to see more from him. I have VU on top. I think the deck is going to be closer to a soft five to a good four. So I do have incentivized in my top um, top few there. And I do have Sir Dragonet. I think his return first up was superb. unreal. Yeah, really surprised me. Um, slowly coming around to him. I was pretty harsh on him last uh, uh,
1: last autumn, last prep. but Yeah, he's not one of mine, Sir Dragonet. Um- yeah. I'm going to go with incentivize. Can't jump off him. I love very elegant as well. She's proven she could pull his pants down massively. Really could. But I'm going to go with incentivize because I think he gets another soft run. Um, I think he sits right behind Mount Popper, has a bunny to chase, kicks. Um, yeah, he, he could very well be an absolute superstar. Mm-hmm. He could be. Um, very elegant, could win. So quote me, very elegant, could win. Um I'm going to chuck a roughie in for a third place getter though. Persan, Young Werter. Oh, you love this horse. I do. Gets out to Flemington, um 2000 meters didn't mind his return. Kicks out. See how it goes. Uh I think he'll get a yeah, like a soft 5. I think that's perfect for him. Um so yeah, going to I th- I think at the $34 an offer um with Ladbrokes, Young Werter, worth an each way bet. To run into third, but I think it'll be, be between Incentivize and my girl VE. Love it. Uh,
0: okay, up to Sydney we go. Flight stakes, group one for the three year old Phillies, 1600 meters. Your favourite here is Startantes, if that is indeed her name. Now, what was a very common theme for me? You know what? It's- I know
1: exactly what it was. I Afterthoughts.
0: Ha- I hate them. Mm. Afterthoughts are just, I give them a wide berth. And you know what? I will get a few wrong. Yeah, you will. more often than not. You're dead on. I get them right. This they literally paid up late. It is the biggest afterthought in this race. And she's the favorite. I Don't can't get it. can't have her.
1: No thanks. Not
0: going near her. No thanks. Who do you like? Are you sticking with your girl?
1: <sighs> I have to. I, really? I can't not. Wow. Um yeah, so from barrier 13, she'll have to be ridden positively four moves ahead. Um yeah, look, I'm sticking with her. I think the mile will be suitable for four. Um, she's actually she, – do you know what? So she's come back. She ran third in the Silver Shadow um, in after racing a bit keenly through the middle of the race. She's run fifth in the Furious Stakes, the race that Jamea won, but she got taken back, ridden quietly, and she came storming home on the inside rail. T-Row Stakes last start, 1,400 metres, ridden positively – Still was chewing her face off for half the race, kicked on. I hope that she gets ridden positively from barrier 13, finds a seat and kicks ahead. I think the 1,600 metres is no issue for four moves. Um, but, yeah, I'm nervous. 100% I am. Um, <laughs> You've been burnt before, you I've been say. burnt. I've been burnt before. Jeez, like how whacked it last time.
0: <laughs> Let's go.
1: Um, no, yeah, got to stick with four moves ahead. Biggest danger for me in the race is Mallory. Funny you say that. She's my top pick. There you go. She is one of my
0: better bets of, on the program. Mm. I am so keen on this horse. You know what I've ventured into, which I don't do often, I had to look at the breeding of these horses. Geez, you're taking a Declan Jones route. Not a single doubt, Philly, this girl. Mm. You know who sired... Uh who he sighed, sorry. I'm not used to this chat.
1: Do <laughs> you know who sighed the horse that you're about to say? No. Uh, not a single doubt, I'm guessing. <laughs> you know who he sighed?
0: Multiple mile winners, including my girl, Kennetna. Ooh. Yeah. So, Mallory, I had a look at like the top ones in the market and you have you have a, sh- a couple of schnitzels in there, of course. Yeah. Uh, you have a star witness, and then you also have a star turn, who I have never really heard before, who's Sire of the, uh, the Favourite. All of them, have their best win ratios are around that 1,000 to 1,200 mark.
1: It is. It is. It really is.
0: And not a single doubt, his progeny get their cherry ripe around the mile. I'm dead keen on this horse. I don't see how she doesn't run top three here.
1: I think she runs really well. Um, She would be my other pick in the race, but I would, I, I think I'd cry myself to sleep before moves ahead. one this race, (laughs) I was on her, so that's why I have to be on her. Uh, But yeah, I think Mallory gets a gun run, sits just behind the speed, maybe what three pairs back, Um, ran week, so plenty of opportunity to peel out and kick. Yeah, I think Mallory's cracking bet, mate. Huey is doing some things for me these days. Don't
0: mind Huey. Uh, Huey's in my good books, so. Give us, give us, give him strength. I have Swit witness running second. I can't jump off her either. Mm. Um, Timmy Clark gave her a good push as well. Um, yeah, I think she's riding the game, and I can't go four moves ahead. She's just nowhere near one of mine. Um, <laughs> but I didn't mind the look of Hinge, the other Queensland horse here
1: uh, for Waller. Guess an easy lead.
0: Yeah, one at the mile
1: yeah. as well. So, bossy on the back could be worse. Guess who loves a Randwick mile. Bossy. Glenn Boss. Jeez, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Um, Yeah, four moves, Mallory and uh, Swift for Witness into third for mine.
0: Perfect. Okay. I hope you prepare for the Epsom because I really haven't. I'm still trying to work this race out. 1,600 meters, handicap. Where do you start? Um, the favorite is Riedini. I'm I'm not venturing there. Um, who do you like here?
1: I don't mind Riadini if I'm being honest um if he drew an inside barrier um get the soft lead with uh 51 and a half kegs on his back uh, gay waterhouse and Adrian Butter in some cracking form but I'm not diving in at five dollars with lad breaks. nope uh so as you know mate I love handicap races um so I like looking at things that are lightly weighted um, and there's a horse for mine that has been... Uh, racing well in Wait for Age, uh, who comes here third up with a bit of that Chris Waller polish over the Randwick Mile. Um, that's the mare by the name of Hungry Heart.
0: Interesting. Well, yeah. Tell me. Tell talk me through it.
1: If we get any worse than a soft five, soft six, I wouldn't be as keen on her. But this has been a <clears throat> target all along since she finished her last prep. K Mac knows how to ride an Epsom winner. He's on the back, 52 kegs. I think Hungry Heart will get a nice seat from Barrier 10 um, and run really well. If it does get to a soft six or worse, and you're going to laugh, Ice Bath I think is a cracking bet in this race. Um, Doesn't win very often, should win more often. Ran second in Doncaster in handicap conditions. She had 50 kegs that day. She's got 52 here. Um, I really like the way she finished off in the golden pendant last start over 1,400 metres on unsuitable decks, can I say, you know, she's raced on a good three, before that a good four, before that a good four. Finally gets – well, hopefully gets a softer deck here at $10 with Ladbrokes. I think Ice Bath is a great bet too. If it is a wet deck, I'll go with her. If it's dry, I'll go Hungry Heart. Um, But you know what? Is 57 kegs too much for Mwanga or could he just win this race purely on class? He definitely can. He has the
0: best form in this race by a country mile. Um, sure does. Beat home Ve BE first up in the wing stakes. Ran second to incentivise by half a length. That's red hot form. Barrier 13, not too worried about it. Um, I think Prob Bill won from Barrier 17 or something
1: last year. Came out gave her a peach last year, remember? Took her forward.
0: Yeah. Um, I think... You know, it doesn't really matter in these big fields where they sit. I don't think there's the weights kind of work themselves out. Um, Sixteen
1: hundred meters, Ranwick. plenty of time to sort yourself yeah,
0: out. Yeah, big long straight. I think he he has he has an elite turn of foot that horse. Um, I did hear Annabel Neesham say he does want it harder rather than softer. So keep that into consideration. I I'm genuinely torn here. Um, I'm between Moanga and Hungry Heart. They're genuinely who I'm between. And if I'm chucking another one in there, here's my trifecta,
1: Arameo, Yeah, Aramayo's a good bet, mate. What does Chris
0: Waller do, mate? I don't know. He just turns around these things. It's couldn't unbelievable. T- I couldn't tell you what he does. And I, when I was going through this horse's form, because, you know, he's five from 28, which isn't a horrendous strike rate, but whenever I've seen this horse run, it hasn't won. I look at his form at the mile He's four from six. Gee. he Like, absolutely towed horses up in Singapore over the mile. So, I'm like, oh. Man. Mate, Singaporean form
1: stacked up just last Friday night, man.
0: It does. So, I don't know. Like, I could easily go him as well, but he he wants it a bit harder. I tend to agree with Hungry Heart. She rocketed home last start on a soft seven. I think she looks – she's probably the one who I'm most confident in. Yeah. So, hungry heart, Arameo, Moanga.
1: Yeah, well, let's. I'm just gonna go ahead and say hungry heart. You know, assuming that we get uh, about a soft five or a good four. If it gets any worse, I'll change to ice bath. But I'll have ice bath running into second and Moanga finishing out the tri-factor. easy.
0: All right, the worst group one of the spring, the metropolitan. You hate this race. I don't you? hate this race with a passion because it is a group three with a group one tag. That is what happens here. Because the big and the best horses go to the Caulfield Cup, the Cox Plate, and the Melbourne Cup. I'm calling a as bad Then Yeah, I play on. You know? And that's not – that is – well, it is a pot to these horses, but they're bloody good horses, but it's not a group one field. Oh, they're group horses. Yeah, absolutely. And I actually might – this race might turn me around because I've found one at odds here.
1: Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. There's a, there's a stack of ch- chances in this race. Um, man, I'm I'm really excited to watch this race just because I think it is such a good betting race. Yeah, um, cracking betting race. So you've got something at odds. Is it something down the bottom? It is, yeah. Chris uh, Waller? Yeah,
0: number 17, no compromise. Yeah, thought so. Uh, I was quite taken aback. Can't say I've seen this horse run before, but- Or if I have, I don't remember it. But I went through its about last six runs and something that really caught my eye about this horse was even when it was lugging even, a lot more weight, it had a turn of foot immediately when it was asked. As soon as the jock gave it a push, it responded. Love to see that. Really love to see it. Kathy O'Hara in the saddle, she can ride uh, light and ride true. Uh, no compromise on top. Um, he should have won last start in the Newcastle Cup. Uh, not a bad form line for this race. Um, my old mate. Uh, Mugger 2. Yeah, thank you. Mugger 2 won that last year and he was about a $2 favourite for this race. And then Mirage dancing oh, ruined, right. ruined lives. So um,
1: I've got him on top. I think Entente is well in at the weights here. Well. That's my on-toppy. Yeah. Entente. Um, I think well in at the weights, third race in three weeks. That's a little bit of a concern for me, but I know that Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott like doing that with their horses and keeping them in work. And I think Entente might be a horse that thrives with that. Uh, was on at last start when it won the group three, Colin Stephen Quality. G'day, Carl. Hope you're well. <laughs> um, and look, I thought it would probably lead that race, but ended up sitting just on speed uh, and then showed a really – Good turn of foot. That was a brutally run twenty four hundred meters. Uh, mm. Great times. Um, gets a stack of weight off the likes of She's Ideal Montefilia here. Um, you know he's a gelding, so lightly weighted geldings. Five years old. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm keen to have Anton on top. Um, should get every chance from barrier four. I think it's jumping yeah. out of. Yeah. Um, six dollars with labbrokes at the moment. That's my on toppy.
0: Cheeky Timmy in the saddle. Timmy's in cracking form. He is, mate. Mm. Him and Nash. Um. And my third pick was Great House, who won the Newcastle Cup. So I'm just hoping the form out Newcastle's red hot.
1: Yeah, Man, playing the exotics here. Yeah, be, absolutely. You'll be, be winning a fortune. On top, on top for me. I still think she, she's ideal is a really good horse. Uh, although I don't think it's weighted the best here, and it was a pretty soft victory last start. If you watch the replay of that race, got ran into the race really well. But big fan of Bjorn, my guy. I think she's ideal runs really well. Horse, I didn't mind. Um, down in the weights was Zarek. Did you see the plunge on it? Yeah, huge plunge. I think when I was looking at it, it was maybe mid-teens, maybe oh, even twenties. Now it's eight dollars fifty. Earlier yeah, in breaks. the week,
0: it was fifty-one dollars.
1: Yeah, crazy. So eight
0: fifty now. Um, yeah, gets a run uh, with the uh, some of the scratchings here with my old mate Shared Ambition, um, just jogging onto the hill stakes. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Zarek. Look,
1: I think it would. It, it, you look, you, uh, it, man, it wouldn't shock me if a twenty-dollar thing won this. Yeah, no. So. well, I hope it does. I hope <laughs> for it's your mine. Sake, Yeah, man, that'd be a hell of a punt.
0: <laughs> yeah. So no compromise for me. All right. Well, as I just get this up, here we go. Drifter of the week.
2: G'day.
1: Lewis, it's your friend Declan here. How are you going?
2: Very, very well. Yourself? <laughs> Good, Good you.
1: Good you. <laughs> um, we've Good you. We've got Lewis Westerman uh, on the podcast as Drifter of the Week. Um, welcome, mate. Uh, you've got Hacho here as well.
2: Hey, bro. Nice to, nice to finally chat. Hacho, it's actually a pleasure to hear your voice, mate. Heard a lot about you. I've uh, been oh. listening to a lot and... Hide all the drifters out there as well.
0: Oh, what a man. Only good things, I hope.
2: <laughs> yeah, only good things. I mean, tipping, not so much. But right. <laughs> oh,
0: fair is fair. Um, speaking of tipping, mate, there is a bit going on this weekend. Four group ones to get through. So we're going to start with the mouth watering contest, the Turnbull Stakes in Melbourne. Who you got on top?
2: Yeah, I mean, I didn't know there was much racing on uh, this weekend. I mean, it's pretty much the only thing that old Jacqueline talks about in the office these days, which is not a bad thing when it's form to be done nearly every single day. Uh, but, look, I've been on VE a bunch of times here. I mean, it's probably just it's two or three, essentially. The rest are kind of, I guess, taking or, or looking at the, the minor placings. But for me, it's, it's VE. Uh, until she gets knocked so i'm gonna have to keep back in her and i think at 230 the price is all right it's just yeah how do you play around with the extra places really
0: yeah um well you'll be uh disappointed to know that i'm on V as well so <laughs> um,
2: <laughs> i might change that right
0: now <laughs> uh no well said mate uh the flight stakes first group one in sydney for the three-year-old fillies who you got
2: yeah, I actually I actually changed a couple of times. I was actually on four moves ahead last week. I had a, a boys' weekend away and managed to tip a few of the lads into it, which was pretty top solid. Um, watched it, didn't wasn't completely impressed with the way it kind of came home. And I rewatched a couple of the other races, and I actually changed my tip to anti. here. Um, just the way it kind of finished with the, in the Animo race, obviously Animo class class horse out there didn't finish the last fifty the same way, but I just thought the last. The way it finished, I think it'd be hitting the line pretty well, so look at the price. It's hard to get away from form of the ahead when you backed it the week before to win or the last time it went up, um, but I'm on start to here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, $4 favorite now. Uh, only what we were talking about earlier, which, you you know, you'll listen to later, uh, is just a bit of an afterthought for us. Uh, that concerns us a little bit, but, um, yeah, she ran a hell of a race last start. Um
2: yeah. Just hard to go past, like the run of that kind of day. Did have a pretty easy run from at the back and, I mean, formulas will fit midfield. It'll take some beating Mallory's there. Uh, it's, it's a tough race, but I just had to go with that kind of finish and the distance probably looks to suit.
0: Yeah, no, nah, fair enough, mate. All right, we've struggled with the Epsom, but hopefully you can enlighten us a little bit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> if I thought that last one was hard, this is probably even harder, hey? <laughs> yeah. Um, Look, it's, it's pretty tough. I mean, Declan hasn't stopped talking about ice all week so far. Um, <laughs> if, it, if it rains, it'll romp it in. Um, which, look, it's a dead set shout, but Reed Daniel will go forward. Hungry Heart's going to look to peak. My actual peak, which kind of goes a little bit later, I'm, I'm going to go with Private Eye here. I went, I reckon down the way, like it's kind of an each way kind of play, but I think if it can get the right look, I, I, I actually think it's, it's, it was going to be my each way bet of the day, but I think Private Eye could could upset. Very very close to Hungry Heart. I mean, this is just a this is a tough race, gents. Uh, I'm actually going to be having a, a box try here. The two, six, seven, eleven, and twelve. I think Cascadian's the quality horse. Actually, beat Ice Bath last prep. I think twenty odd bucks is is probably wrong. So I'm going to have Hungry Heart, Riadini, Private Eye reloaded as well with a really really good finish last up and cascading in there with Ark Bath my my kind of box try but yeah lad that's a tough race
0: yeah you love to see it we have a very soft spot for reloaded so we love to hear that
2: <laughs> um, did you yeah. oh I not the only one that's sick
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think but I you hate
2: it when you're like you're like oh there's a 20-25 odd shot to you do you talk about it to your mate? Do you know that you got to trust yourself sometimes? Right?
0: Of course you do. I think I backed that horse for the Cox Plate last year. That's how well I was going <laughs> <laughs> in
2: Let's <Jesus>. go. <laughs> and, and I mean, we didn't even talk about the tissues in there as well. Like that's – I can't wait it. Like I mean, Declan's probably not sleeping for this race. I'd like probably say. <laughs> nice. But we haven't even talked about Mulunga. I mean, one thing though, and sorry, I'm probably talking a hell of a lot. Um, the Flemington, the Turnbull's on like 15 minutes before the X And so I guess we'll have a bit of an idea to see that incentivize the E-form with Moanga up top as well, just to kind of see how franked it is and how much better they are than the rest of the field. So, yeah, like, probably something to think about as well.
0: So what you're saying is is if, if if those two are in a ding-dong battle up the Flemington Strait and they put three lengths on their rivals, Moanga might get crunched late. He might.
2: Yeah, right. I reckon Moongo will people be like, "Holy shit, this horse actually might be the real deal." This prep, which yeah. for me, I'm still kind of, I mean, it's run two solid races, so it's hard to knock it right. I mean, we're sitting here talking about everything else and not Moongo, but yeah, if they run romp home and incentivize, if, if, if incentivize beats Ve by like a length or two, then holy shit, you're gonna have to try and whack Moongo into some of your multiples. Yeah, mm.
0: for real. And I'm just mindful with Moongo as well. His ultimate grand final is the Golden Eagle, so um, yeah. That yeah. is in the back of my mind as well. All righty, mate. Uh, now, the dartboard special, the Metropolitan. Uh, Where did you land on here?
2: Short and sweet for me here. I was on She's Ideal last time. horse that doesn't usually run a bad race. I mean, I know Montepillia's romped home. It, it, it probably deserves to be favorite. We'll probably jump even shorter than I think it's six bucks on Laddies at the moment. But I, I'm going to stick with. Where I've won money previously, she's ideal. I think it'll be finishing pretty pretty strongly. Um, Got to go with it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think that's a cracking bet. Um, but she only has she's a couple of she's two or two to three kilos worse at the weights when compared to Entente. But I reckon Entente, as DJ touched on, three we, three runs in four weeks might be a query. Too much?
2: Yeah, yeah I, I just had the same thing. I. I probably going to eat my words but I just think, I, I think it's too much but I mean the trainers know they're doing better than us right but yeah, it's a good I, point I just think the, the the trip which is ideal I mean I think it ran it ran third in the city Cup from, so it, it can definitely do the distance and I think it, it's tracking well but I, I think honestly the the Quincy between two ideal and Montpellier is really going to be your best mm. best bet of that race
0: lovely lovely okay on to your juicy stakes bets of the weekend. So, let's start with your value play of the day here, Louis.
1: Your big roughy.
2: Big roughy. Yeah, I've, I've actually gone with a, a rough rough um, in a like, eight-horse race. I'm race four at Flemington with Zutori, the current favorite, 350. I'm actually going to be going, not with Zutori, um, with, with the eight bonds abroad. Um, it's 18 bucks on laddies at the moment. If you go back and do yourself a favor and watch its last race where Bella Nepitina got the chocolate, that thing or this thing was absolutely cock blocked, basically. <laughs> um, it it, it, I think Ruby, Ruby Street, its uh, stablemate, ran in earlier in the in the day and I was like, oh shit, that's, that's that Bonsaway kind of colors. Um, if you guys are in Bonsaway, that was a big yeah, old cool yeah. shout out. Um, I was like, ah, oh, sweet. like Love those colors, should have been on it. And then Bonds Abroad came up later in the day and I had a bonus bet. I was like, all right, here we go. It's time to load up, load up the bonus bet. And it was probably paying, I don't know what it was paying at the time, but it was double figures, pretty high. Up. And it, it, I honestly said to you, Deck, as well, like, it should have won. I honestly <laughs> think it should have won. 18 bucks at the moment, Bonds Abroad, race for Flemington. <laughs> Give it a whack, lads.
0: Bang. Uh, yeah. Ran a really nice six <laughs> that day. Uh, so
2: <laughs> It did hunt coffee. <laughs>
0: no, sure still one though. All right. <laughs> so is your best each way in the Epsom? Um,
2: exactly. Private Eye? Private Eye was going to be the one. I mean, I, I just think it's, it's good value. I mean, if, if you kind of need an extra one, I've, I've got a couple of extra, but yeah, Private Eye, I'm, I'm definitely having each way on Saturday, that's for sure.
0: All right, beauty. And who's your best of the day here,
2: mate? Best of the day. I'm a little bit a little bit annoyed at myself because I was looking through the form this morning. Um, race number I think it's ten, yeah. Ten at Ramwick Gravina. I think everyone found the price today. Um, when I was looking through it this morning it was four sixty uh, at sort of nine AM or there about 4.60. I was like, That's that's a silly price and um, come back in three sixty. I was on it last race. It actually got me my bonus bet back. That hit me a nice little Quincy um, later in the day. So Gravina is, is what I'm looking at. I think like the weights are just too good. The other uh, front runner, Big Parade, look, don't know too much about it, truth be told, but I like Gravina's race. Honest, low on the weight, fitter now. I think if it's the wrong price it went up at, um, that'll be whacked pretty hard.
0: Lovely. Uh, you must be a David Gately fan because you have very similar tips to him this weekend, which is good to see. I'm a Gator fan. Good to see. Look, I don't
2: mind Gator. Um, shout out to the boys on, what's on racing.com. I can't remember whatever they do, but, yeah, no, I don't mind Gator. Um, good lad, but I haven't even seen his tips for today or this weekend, but
0: no. we'll see. Well, you know, you're on some similar ones, so it's good to see. All right. Um,
1: anything else that you wanted to add, spec, before we let you go?
2: Yeah. Uh, look, if you see a Stewie Kendrick horse or uh, maybe race four. Number twelve going around, just maybe for instance, Stewie Kendrick, Sunny Coast. Shout out to the Sunny Coast guy. Um, got Way Beyond coming down from there. I'm probably going to have that to play, cheeky cheeky. Um, and we leave with this one, Hutch. I mean, have you ever seen Declan cheer uh, on a horse uh, watching a race live? <laughs> oh um, yes, mate. I would be. <laughs> I'd be pretty keen to see if any other drifters out there have got some interesting ways that they kind of cheer home a horse live and if they've got any sort of vids or something like that of their mates here at home there's a few floating around of me as well but um yeah just an interesting story if you haven't seen Declan before i might be able to get you some
0: content oh uh, yeah no <laughs> that's a good point you make actually and something i need to be more cognizant of when mm. we are at the pub so that would be great to see yeah if you are at the pub and you do remember to do that Get some gear, uh, some, get some gear, uh, get, some, <laughs> get, some, uh, video, get some video on uh, IG stories, tag us and we'll uh, we'll definitely share it because that will be good. Love
2: it. Love it, love it. No, thanks for me, Jed.
0: Uh, thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, Beck. See you tomorrow, bro.
2: There. you.
0: What a guy. What a guy. No, I should have won. <laughs> That's funny isn't it Yeah it was <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot uh, uh, No, nah, thanks Thanks for coming
1: on He'll be talking about this all day tomorrow But anyway
0: uh, Okay What's yours Let's start with your value play if you please
1: uh, Flemington race 9 Number 5 The old boy 51st start on the weekend for Nevada Gets to 1400 metres here Fourteen hundred meters. He's run over nineteen times. Believe it or not, won six times, second six times, third three times. Um, loves the track. Has a cracking record. Drawn really well. Will go forward. I think Damien Lane might sneak this bloke home at eleven. block like eleven bucks for laddies. Um, yeah. So Mavada. That's my roughie of the day.
0: You love to see it. I've heard some whispers that some people like it this weekend. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, so not a bad shout. Um, when I was listening on the radio this uh, today, Asar is Gator's pick, who I couldn't possibly have. No. No. No, thank you. Had horses, forgot how to win. Um, <laughs> sure has. Well, my play, surely I just go to the great Metropolitan and I choose no compromise. 100%. Because there's no compromise in that price right <laughs> <Yeah>. there.
1: Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> No, nah, that's fine. That's a good bet. 15 bucks with the good people at Ladbrokes. Right, my each way bet of the day. We're sticking in Flemington. We're going to race eight. Number 10, Shiraz. Getting about $5.50 at the moment on the schnoz for Ladbrokes. Watch betting late, punters, because the inside word from the Chris Wells table is that this thing will go really well because they want to get it into the Melbourne Cup.
0: Well, like every other horse in this race, because if you win, you are in the Melbourne Cup, the Bart Cummings.
1: Um, Yeah, pretty much. But, um, yeah, so French horse has run in a lot of group races over there. Um, Apparently super fit at the moment, Uh, 2,500 metres. It will eat it up. Ollie on board. Bang. Sure
0: You know who I didn't mind the look of was Pondus. Yeah. We've seen that horse here before, but yeah. it's gone. I think it went back to Ireland. It did, yeah. I believe.
1: Yeah, racing in Curra.
0: Yeah. So I didn't mind the look of him. And, you know, of the local chances, I thought Grand Promenade was a good chance and Charlie LaRose. could run another good race. Just drawn the car park, the old girl. So yeah. young girl. Mm, girl. Um, So, meh. Me? Yeah. So, yeah. and your old mate, Zyrek, he's still accepted here. As yeah, well. he's a dual acceptor. I hate to see it. Yeah, same. Can't stand that. Um, okay. My each-way play of the day is Mallory.
1: Yeah, getting what, 5.50 on the schnoz at the moment with laddies. Yep. got. I s- reckon she'll get crunched in.
0: Yeah, got 7.50 earlier in the week. Okay. Nearly made it my best of the day. Um, but, yeah, obviously we go – the way we do these as well is whatever starting price. So if it drifts, happy days. If it gets crunched in. Then you have a $2 each way bet. It is what it is.
1: Which, you know, it is what it is. So, yeah, Mallory, race seven, number two. Yep. Um, my best of the day is in the Hill Stakes in Randwick. I'm really keen on Think It Over. Um, black odds at the moment with laddies, $2. Um, I know it's going up against your thing, K.R. Nautique. Uh, and Jewess as well should run run pretty well in that race, but I think Think It Over is a cracking horse. His last two runs have been super. Um, Gets out to a preferable 2,000 metres. I think he'll be terribly hard to beat.
0: Ah, Fair enough. (sighs) Poor old non-teak. I think he's a Um, (laughs) non-winner. He just gets too far back. Yeah. Yeah, racing style. Yeah, and uh unproven on a soft deck if he does get there, but if it you know, if for whatever reason they're playing on good three, he could be the one. Um could be. Yeah. Mate, you know where I've gone? I've gone to
1: Flemington. Yeah.
0: I've gone to race five on the program. Yeah. And I'm picking number one in Graciating.
1: Reckon he'll bounce back?
0: A hundred percent he will. I'll yeah. Tell you a couple of reasons. Gets a couple of kilos swing on ranch hand. Big tick. Blink is back on. Big tick. Huge tick. I think he wins this and wins this easy. Uh, There is a couple of horses I am afraid of though. (laughs) (laughs) I am very afraid of Bruckner. I think this thing might have – this might be one of the best three-year-olds Mara and Eustace have. I think they've really been holding this thing back. Had a look and couldn't see an acceptance in the Coolmore yet. But if they stay at the sprinting trips, he is $26 in the Coolmore. So, if you want to – and the Coolmore, I feel like it's pretty open this year. Gotcha. Um, so, I reckon he could be the way, but he has a he has norm into the Caulfield Guineas as well. Week back up when they've been spacing his runs a lot. I don't think so. I think they might be going the Coolmore with this horse.
1: I wonder why they, they are spacing his runs so much. And he's so lightly raced. Maybe he's a bit crazy. He might be, but, mm.
0: you know, he ran pretty uh, – beat Artorius first up. Yeah, and Artorius uh, rocketed home. Yeah, so held him off. So, but, yeah, ingratiating. Shades on. Drops. is better in the weights here. I think he's a bit Yeah, I
1: would be taking ingratiating to bounce back in that race, mate. So, I'm with you. You love to
0: see it and you love to hear it. Um, but, DJ, if you are having a punt this weekend, you need to do it responsibly. Percent 100. If – Gambling is a problem for you. You can ring the Gambling Help Hotline, 1800 858 858, and they also have all the resources you need online. But there's three group ones at Ramwick this weekend.
1: That's where we're doing it.
0: Bottom line, you can win this. The prize pack at Labbroke So you have the lovely hat here. You have the pen, which is here. You have the socks. You have the stubby cooler and the little tote bag.
1: And you would have seen it in the flesh on our stories uh, last week with uh, Mickenham, who took out the comp, <laughs> not last week, and the weekend before that. And that hat fit his noggin comfortably. So it's you a, could, it's it's a it, versatile hat. It's, a, it's an incredibly versatile hat. Um, yeah, so I reckon we'll definitely do it at Randwick, um, some super open races. So if you have a great day, you'll be making some cash.
0: Yeah, doubles, double points in the group ones. So, you know, if you stuff the first half of the card up, not to matter, just pick the winner of the Epsom, the Metropolitan and the Flight Stakes. That's all you need to do. Um, and you'll probably get the Chalkies, I'd imagine. Um, it's already in the link in bio of our Instagram, so you can enter whenever you want. Um, if your horse does get scratched before
1: the race, you get subbed out with the favourite. Yep. Yep. Sound good? Sounds good to me, mate. I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a cracking weekend of racing. We've been speaking for an hour, one of our longest episodes, but there has been a lot of a lot of chat about yeah, everyone well, racing.
0: You know, Louie was giving a five minute rundown of why Bonza is going to finish sixth
1: again. So <laughs> <laughs> mate, he's a natural. I've got to say, he's a natural. So well done to him.
0: Yeah, it'll be good to get him in, actually. Yeah. Uh, we've been wanting to do a bit of a quaddy companion. That's what we've yeah. been wanting to do, do like a, a live live show almost and uh, watch the quaddie and then you could actually see us ride home some winners hopefully, which would be nice. Yeah. So, but, you know, there's a few things to go, a few, bit of water to go under the bridge there. Um, also, COVID is rearing its ugly head up here in Brisbane again, so hopefully it won't be the case, but we might need to do this remotely uh, next week. We'll come to that when it comes.
1: Yeah. We'll cross cross that bridge when it comes even.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I believe that's all I had to say.
1: Best of luck, drifters.
2: Um, Hope you have fun. Gamble responsibly. Bye. Hooroo.